everyone, and welcome to Ghoul's Night In, the spooky chat show with your best ghoul friends. I'm Penny Snark. And I'm Edge Monster. And today I am so excited to bring something that I would I would say was definitely one of my entry points into the the strange and unusual. <laughs> your gateway drug, definitely. <laughs> for sure. Um, it is the original show, Unsolved Mysteries. Woohoo! Are, were you a watcher of Unsolved Mysteries, Mitch? No, and actually, this is a, a cute little little friendship moment for us because you showed me my first episode of Unsolved I Mysteries. I did. <laughs> I forgot that. I yeah. did show you. Yeah, when I was up in uh, Milwaukee visiting you, we, we watched probably three episodes, and I was pleasantly surprised with how much I enjoyed it. I didn't think that would be my bag, but... I liked the pure ridiculousness of it. Yes. Um, I think like that was definitely one of the reasons that I, uh, I don't remember when I first started watching Unsolved Mysteries. I definitely watched it a lot in high school, um, just like reruns of it and was just very invested. Um, for those who don't know, um, Unsolved Mysteries is a documentary style um, series that would um, showcase uh, four different um, unsolved mysteries over the course of its hour-long episodes, ranging from crime to the paranormal, and it was hosted uh, by the fabulous Robert Stack in its most famous <laughs> incarnation. We will uh, talk a little bit about the uh, kind of the track, winding track that unsolved mysteries took, uh, but. Yeah, I just I remember watching this and it was one of those things where like because I think it was like that documentary vibe, like it was never like scary, scary. Right. Yeah. And that's I think part of why I never watched it because I always was a scaredy cat and I thought it was going to be like really spooky mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> but yeah when we watched it together it was like well this is just a, a silly goofy time <laughs> <laughs> yes uh so um i i thought i would start out by giving you my definition of what the categories of unsolved mystery segments are yes so number number one is there's been a murder in savannah <laughs> mm. and number two someone disappeared whoa whoa Number three, aliens. <laughs> My favorite. Yep. Uh, number four, we were separated and it's the olden times. Uh, number five is did God do this? And finally, number six, random weird shit. Uh Did God do this is my favorite. <laughs> there were, I like, so... I, that was the episode we watched yes, kind of did God do this part. Yeah. Like I, so I, you know, I watched these in middle school and they currently have the original series. I think there's some on Amazon Prime and there's some on Hulu. So I started rewatching a bunch um, during quarantine just like to have something on in the background, like while I would be like working. And there were a lot more did God do this than I would have anticipated. <laughs> People just want to know what what's he up to? Yes. The so the the Wikipedia explanation of Unsolved Mysteries said reenactments of unsolved crimes missing persons cases conspiracy theories and unexplained paranormal phenomenon including alien abductions ghosts ufos and 
secret history theories. Oh. Which is is missing, I think, the the other like major segment, which is we were separated and it's the olden times. Because there are so many stories on this show that are people trying to find someone that like today I'm like like give it a goog my friend but ping their iphone (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it'll be like family members who are like i haven't seen my sister in 30 years or people (laughs) who um like there was one about like a kid who in a war-torn country and like an american soldier showed his family kindness and he wants to get back in touch with that soldier and like stuff like that. There's also like a lot of military episodes. It can't be um, done. It's 1963. We, we, I'm so sorry. <laughs> right. They're just like, Oh, well my, um, my sister once famously said, as we were watching unsolved mysteries, <laughs> we should become estranged so we can be reunited. <laughs> <on> unsolved mysteries. <laughs> New ghouls night and merch. We should become estranged. <laughs> yes. Um, and I love, so as I was doing my research, um, the show creator in an interview um, said, almost every show has an unexplained death in it, and almost every show has a lost love story. Then we'll mix and match in there a legend or a gold mine, or we'll put in one of our UFO stories. <laughs> and like that is, you know, there's always something for everyone in each yeah. episode. And like, because they are the shorter segments, you get, you'll like get like, and I will say one of the things that I do love about kind of like the ridiculousness of unsolved mysteries is that it's incredibly tonally inconsistent oh yeah (laughs) over the course of the episode because there will be like someone was murdered and we don't know who did it anyway (laughs) here's the lady who draws pictures of dead people that she gets in psychic visions and i'm like what Yeah, the episode that you and I watched, it was like that guy who fell down the stairs, probably, oh, yeah. and they mm-hmm. were like, the, like the whole, <laughs> the whole premise was just like, well, he might have been murdered. We're not sure. Okay, so this gal followed a balloon to a cemetery. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, <laughs> the hot air balloon that took her to the cemetery, and they're literally like showing this guy's like grieving family, and then ten seconds later they're chasing a hot air balloon it's it was just what a what a romp what is it is and i think i i told you about this one when you were there but one of my very favorite random weird shit segments is a family that found a rock on vacation and (laughs) they touched they touched this big rock and then their life got better and they think that maybe this was a magic rock what So uh, let's 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 go back. Let's go back to 1986. Oh, can um, we? Which was the um, the airing of the kind of precursor to Unsolved Mysteries. Um, so Unsolved Mysteries was actually um, started as a series of three specials that were called Missing. Have you seen this person? <laughs> Which is so 80s. Like, can you imagine, like, a show today? And it, it also, it has an ellipsis. So it's missing yeah. dot, dot, dot. Have you seen this person? Question a mark. Very, a very concise <laughs> title to get the point across. Well, yeah. you got to know what you're getting into. Um, but so these were three specials that aired in 1986 on NBC and featured three different missing persons cases. And people people loved it. People ate that shit up. So they were like, let's do more. 
And so the pilot of Unsolved Mysteries was a special, aired in 1987. Um, they then you know kind of ordered more and they aired six special six more specials over like 1987 to 1988 and it's in 1988 that it debuted as a weekly program and that is also uh robert stack hosted the kind of like last set of specials and then obviously came in to host the main show and i think like he is just he's such the perfect host of this show he's like really serious and he always he's very serious but i feel like he always has kind of like an unspoken eyebrow quirk where he's like hmm perhaps (laughs) like he he's in on the joke (laughs) yes i (laughs) like yeah, he, he's not taking it too, too seriously. Yes, I did um, one of the other interviews I read. The showrunner was saying that there, he was like, Robert was like incredibly proud of all of like the work we did to like solve crimes. He was not super bought in on like the aliens, <laughs> the paranormal <laughs> stuff, which I appreciate. I That's one of, one of the other like quotes that I still like think of is there was a random alien abduction themed episode and robert stack said something in like the narration where he was like but in a circumstance such as this one has to consider the possibility of extraterrestrial involvement and i was like do i have to robert i don't think i do (laughs) but see this is where we then eventually evolve into like uh buzzfeed unsolved because then yes what they needed was a they needed a midge to counterbalance robert they need (laughs) to be like no it was certainly the aliens like yeah you're you're the robert in this situation and then i come in and i'm like but you have to consider the possibility that the rock was magic uh yeah and so they this show was very very popular for like a solid five years it says that you know the the ratings kind of started going down after 1993 but like in i was reading you know a thing like it ranked as like the 11th top show across all networks wow in like its height um so people were very into this um they eventually added segments from their phone room because that was um i'm like obvious i'm assuming most people know about like kind of the concept of unsolved mysteries but if you didn't know they had a tip line and they still i think have a tip line that you can submit stuff to Mm -hmm. um where you could call and say I saw this person or I did, I, you know, have seen this. I touched that rock and <laughs> get, um, and they would like, you know, track down these leads. So a lot of these episodes. So one of the best parts of rewatching episodes now is that when they, something new would happen, they would film an update and be like, we found this guy's long lost love and here they are. And it's like, what? And, you know, they put up a little thing being like this fugitive was captured in May of 1991 and stuff like that, which you didn't always get. Like when I was watching the syndication ones, like it was kind of a crapshoot whether the episode had the update in it or not. Well, and that's honestly, that's the hard part for me. And I know it's right there in the title. It says unsolved. (laughs) But like, yeah. You and I are watching it, and we get to the end. I'd be like, "But what happened?" And you're like, "It's called Unsolved Mysteries." And I was like, "Well, that's infuriating." 
it <laughs> no. is it is it's very sad um but apparently so apparently they covered more than 1000 cases and had tips leading to the solving of over 260 crimes and over 100 separated families were reunited um from awesome. unsolved mysteries which is a not a not a terrible not a terrible success rate i would yeah. say yeah no i mean it's, and again like for the time too like yeah that's a good track record mm-hmm. and um one of the things so unsolved mysteries is also famous for its reenactments and yes. um apparently in like the first segments they were actually having like the actual people reenact what happened to them relive their trauma on right. live television sure <laughs> makes sense yeah and um the the quote from director david vassar was the acting of these first seasons when we were just getting our feet wet was not up to snuff <laughs> as we went through the seasons we were able to pay top dollar and get good people so it yeah. just got better and better as opposed to the emmy nominated award-winning acting that happens in the later seasons right um but i do have some people famous people who appeared on unsolved mysteries reenactments um most famously um it was one of matthew mcconaughey's first roles really was um a reenactment in unsolved mysteries um he played i have it here what's the guy's name larry he he played larry dickens um who was murdered in his front yard um <laughs> sucks to be him sorry larry sorry um, larry <laughs> but um this was actually one that was solved um and uh it was Ed- edward bell basically like drove up in a truck got out of the car naked from the waist down which sure. not sure what that's about um well when you're committing murder you like to I let guess. the bits breathe <laughs> <laughs> and yeah came and was there he was so this the guy larry dickens his wife saw this bottomless man get out of a pickup <laughs> truck and called the cops because he was walking towards like a group of kids sure and larry ran out and took his keys so he out of his truck so he wouldn't be able to get away before the cops got there um and then he refused to give them back and bell shot him and killed him so and then i'm guessing he, he did get away because <laughs> did, it was yes, unsolved he, from yeah yes he he got away so uh, in within the story of unsolved mysteries a random man um then got away uh but he was later captured which is well, good. good good job thanks matthew mcconaughey yes. <laughs> thanks matthew mcconaughey um cheryl hines also appeared oh. on unsolved mysteries not sure what um daniel day kim who was on lost oh yeah was on unsolved mysteries and apparently taryn killam was on an unsolved mysteries <laughs> what hasn't taryn killam been in right he just appears randomly i love him <laughs> yes so those are a few of the celebrity cameos who might pop up while you're watching some unsolved mysteries reenactments and that was one of the other um i read like a mental floss article of like fun facts about unsolved mysteries <laughs> and apparently <laughs> in one of the commentaries the director was like yeah you can tell how good the reenactment went based on how much of the dialogue is still there <laughs> if it was bad we just put narration over we just the top dubbed over it, it. <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my god that's amazing which i honestly fair. i would love to be a reenactment actor i think that'd be so funny 
It would I mean, be pretty cool. I know it's, I know it, it's like sad stuff, so I shouldn't be like that'd be fun. But <laughs> well, you you could be in a reenactment of like aliens or God. Did like, God do that? <laughs> did God do that? And Midge is sitting there making a shocked face, like, "Ooh, I don't know." <laughs> oh my god! I I don't think this was in the episode. Was the staircase in the episode that we watched? The the guy that fell down it? No, or- like the God staircase. Oh no! I don't no, know what that is. There's a there's a segment where they're like, oh, like in the 1800s, these nuns at this church needed a staircase to get up to the choir loft, and I'm like, how did they build this choir loft? But they couldn't a build stairs. <laughs> um, and they're like, oh, this traveling master craftsman appeared and agreed to build it, and he built it, and it was. It was so beautiful. It was so well done that it seemed like no mortal man could have made it. And then he left and there's no historical record of who it was. So maybe God, an angel built this staircase. And I'm like, "Mm." yeah, because no human has ever built stairs before. So I couldn't imagine. Yeah. They were just like, oh, it was like so, so well constructed and it fit in such a small space. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, you're describing a carpenter. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, obviously, y'all didn't know how to build a staircase, so you hired someone. So it just sounds like someone who is really good at building staircases. That's amazing. Yes. I, uh, they, there's so many segments that are just so good. <laughs> yes, it's just, it's wild. And there are also like weird history ones, which are fun. They did like a Halloween special that was all about Jack the Ripper. And they did, um, they did that, um, now I don't remember the details of it, but it was like an old man who claimed that he was Billy the Kid and that he had like escaped and was not dead. And people were like, that's not true. But his town was like, we think it's true. (laughs) So (laughs) they said, they said, why not? They said, sure. So they made a series (laughs) segment on that. Um, but yeah, it was just such an, such an entertaining show. Um, it did, um, go through some different hosts. It went um, off the air in 2002 officially, but was, you know, not necessarily doing really well by that time. Um, sure. Spike did a revival with Dennis Farina hosting in 2008, but that only lasted for like two years. I did not watch it. I was like, this is not my Unsolved Mysteries. This is not what I ordered. And then, of course, um, Netflix um, Mm -hmm. did a reboot in 2019, which, like, I enjoy the Netflix show, but it's not Unsolved Mysteries. It has more of a an ID vibe. Yeah, it's. I mean, they're just they're just straight up document like documentary episodes yeah. about mist about unsolved mysteries. But I'm like, if it doesn't have multiple segments, if there's not a narrator, like this ain't right. this ain't my unsolved mysteries. The the camp is lost. <laughs> yeah, which like I'm like, yeah, this is a good series, but. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't don't call, call it, it a unsolved. reboot. Yeah. yeah. Like it's not a reboot of Unsolved Mysteries. It's just another show about things that are not solved. Fun fact. Uh, a kid I went to college with was in the reboot the first season. <laughs> That's my, my only tie to Unsolved Mysteries. That's pretty cool. Was <laughs> he re- a reenactor or did he like speak on something? Yeah, he's a reenactor. Like, yeah. um, I don't remember what episode it was. I, I know it's the first season. I'll have to look at a list of episodes. I would know if I saw it. But yeah, he was a... 
again living my dream got to be unreal <laughs> got to be a reenactor cool. yep um and apparently netflix is going to launch a second season of that series uh, nope third season maybe yeah yeah the second came and, out oh yes third series this summer so stay tuned for that but until then you can watch the original robert stack unsolved mysteries and learn about things like aliens and cool rocks and people oh there's a lot of amnesia also which i love yeah yeah. so many people who are like oh i disappeared and it's because i have amnesia and everyone's like "Mm, not sure and that's so many things too like i know one of the ones we watched (laughs) not to like make fun of it or make light of it but like it was literally they were like this girl just went off the deep end and went missing and i was like that woman had schizophrenia <laughs> like yeah like so many things were like undiagnosed mental problems yeah yeah there is a lot of that too where you're like mm, yep yeah, like there there is often a common denominator of people who just disappear yeah <laughs> yep but yeah i love that love oh I didn't include it in my main list, but there's also always like interesting fraud stories. There was like one about like a baseball card scam that was very good. But yeah, I, I could easily spend the rest of the day telling you half remembered unsolved mystery (laughs) segments. So we'll, we'll cut it off there, but I encourage any of our listeners um to tell me what you remember about some of your favorite unsolved mystery yes. segments and i would love to see if i can recognize them <laughs> that's me with the uh the spike show thousand ways to die oh yeah i'll we'll have to do a, a thousand ways to die episode because <laughs> th- there's still some segments from that that haunt me to this day <laughs> they really they imprint on you mm-hmm yeah, well, no no deeper meaning in this episode. I just think Unsolved Mysteries is a, is a cool show, and I wanted to talk about it. I'm sure we have people here that are, because it, it just falls into our niche so well. Yeah, there, There's got to be a, a fan base here. <laughs> yes, and I mean, I think that it is probably the root for a lot of us who are big true crime people. That yeah, I was you, thinking. It's kind of your first your first taste of of crime and you're like ooh, i gotta know i yeah i thought that when you like originally introduced me to because i was never a true crime person mm-hmm. maybe until i mean literally i told you i started listening to some podcasts during quarantine yeah <laughs> um but i could see where yeah if you grew up with that that would be a I mean, my one of my best friends is one of those people who was an unsolved mysteries person and an investigation discovery, like fell asleep to ID every night, kind of kind of gal. And yeah, it's again one of those human condition things I find fascinating. Of like, what about this are we so drawn to that we want to know, like, or not know? I guess in this case, not know right, right. <laughs> the answers. Wonder forever, and I do. I always like Google desperately after <laughs> watching an unsolved mysteries, being like, "Well, by now, like, certainly we know. Certainly what now we know something." And a lot of times we don't, but there is a very active Reddit community, so it's is usually easy to see someone be like, "Hey, remember this case? Any news about that?" And all of the you know Reddit detectives are like, "Nah, no updates." <laughs> I will be doing a, a Google deep dive about the rock after this. <laughs> yes, 
check out check out that sweet rock if i <laughs> if only i could find it and make my life better yeah no kidding release the rocks location <laughs> petition 2022 <laughs> tell us where the rock is <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us uh, for another episode of Ghoul's Night In. We love to share our spooky stories and adventures with you. And if you would like to help us continue to share them, you could tell someone that you like about this podcast. Tell someone you you don't like. That's true. I guess what I meant to say was you could tell someone that you like this podcast. But either way works. You could also leave us a five-star review on your podcatcher of choice. Um, And when we have new reviews, we will read them right here on the show. So get to it. Uh, Leave us a new review. We would love to read it. Yeah, put that pen to paper and unsolve that mystery. Do you like the show? Let us know. Yes, Uh, that is the mystery. Um, (laughs) So if you would like to follow along uh, with the podcast and what we're up to, you can find us on Instagram at Ghoul's Night in Pod. And you can find me um, across all the platforms at Penny Snark. And you can find me at Midge Munster. And until next time... Goodbye.